everyone, it's me, Chidema. Welcome to the Chronicles of Black Parenting podcast. It's a platform for parents of Black children to share their stories. Here, we'll take you through the journey of Black parenting with stories from a diverse array of parents' guests. I, your host, Chidema Okoria, will engage in open and emotionally honest conversations with parents of Black children and sometimes even the children themselves. We'll talk about the challenges of parenthood from balancing parenting with everything else we do to having to adjust the way we parent our black children all because of their skin tone. So whether you'd like to get some parenting tips, be reassured as a parent, or you just want to hear people tell their parenting story, this is the podcast for you. So make sure you subscribe so that you can continue to listen, learn, and maybe laugh a bit. So today's episode, we are going to shed light on a challenge that a special group of people have been facing for almost a year now. Some of us are being challenged in different ways, but it's still a challenge. The challenge I'm referring to is having to support your child or your children from home as they are learning remotely while you yourself are also working remotely. Many parents across the country and probably across the world have been suffering silently trying to deal with this challenge. And today we will be talking to Juan about his experience and how he's dealt with the challenge. Today we'll be talking to Cyrus. He is the father of a seven-year-old boy who works full-time in IT. And like many of us, he was mandated to work from home back in March. This was one of the strategies many of our leaders took to help reduce human interactions and subsequently reduce the spread of coronavirus. In addition, many schools mandated that students also receive their education from home. Since then, Cyrus has had the challenge of supporting his seven-year-old son who's been learning from home while he himself is also having to work remotely. Thank you so much for joining us with this episode and sharing your story on this podcast. Well, thank you for having me. It's, It's not every day you get to tell your story about you and your kid, so I'm glad to be here. Yeah, no, thank you. So... Talk about what were your initial thoughts or feeling when you heard that, you know, you would have to start homeschooling your son months before he finishes school for that year. Well, yeah. So it was an an initial shock. It was a lot of unknowns because everything wasn't finalized with work. They were still trying to get things together. And um, his school, they were trying to manage it and try to wait it out and see what CPS does. And so they kind of followed their lead in, in saying what they were going to do. Nobody just knew how long it was going to be. And so the, my feelings was like, I'm, I'm going to have to teach. <laughs> I know um, it's going to be kind of weird because I didn't know if they were going to like do recordings and, and have little sessions, meetings, or if he's going to meet all day or what he's going to need. And it was just like a whole bunch of unknowns. With the unknowns comes a lot of fear or whatever, and not knowing what was going to happen. Yeah. Trying to look out for your health, trying to look out for his health. It was just a lot of craziness. Yeah. Okay, so it sounds like you were you were able to work from home as your son was also having a school from home. Yeah. Okay, that's good. How did the message come down to you all from your school? Was it an email or did they send the kids home with a letter? I feel like, they, do they even do that anymore? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they still send letters. <laughs> it was a combination for the school. They sent out emails. They have 
letter. And then they scheduled this big Zoom call and kind of explained what was going on. And then, unfortunately, uh, on the same call, we got um, information that one of the uh, assistants at the school passed away. Oh. And we didn't know from what. It was just all of a sudden. We didn't know if that was COVID-related or not but they never told us anything about that but she was a very big part of the school and everybody knew her and everything so we were also dealing with that on top of the whole stay at home orders yeah that had to be hard on the kids as well they yeah. had a relationship that person yeah surprisingly though my son didn't um he, he didn't take it too hard anyway he knew her but you know kids some kids they detach or they attach to people mm-hmm. he wasn't attached to us so exactly. he didn't have that much contact with him in, in the sense of like every day, like he, how he did with other teachers and students. Okay, that makes sense. So along with that, so they inform you all about having a school from home. Did they send you with any supplies or any kind of tools to do that from home? No, not, no, <laughs> not at first. Okay. Um, they were still trying to figure things out. They were still hopeful that they could pick back up and go and do school full time after the school. Even during the summer, they wanted to do it. Yep. I was like, man, that's kind of odd. But <laughs> how are we going to do all that? Like, <laughs> you know what's going on. Yeah. So, summer school was a disaster, to be honest. Oh, so there was summer school? Yeah. Was that for everyone or just for select people? Um, If you wanted to participate, me and his mom like to uh, put him through uh, summer programs to kind of keep him involved. And have something to do over the summer. Not that he didn't he needed, he wasn't failing anything. He was like in first grade so, okay. at the time. So uh, he was in first grade, you said? Yeah. Okay. Okay. It was kind of rough at first. The teacher wasn't paying attention to the students. The teacher had mixed um classes, so mixed age groups. Oh. And so work that was going on for him, he was so frustrated trying to do it because it was way past his grade level. And it was just a lot of a lot of crazy. He wanna ask me questions every five seconds so I couldn't get any work done. So it was kinda of like it was a lot going on. That's the next thing I was gonna ask. Like how was it helping him actually get his work done while you were trying to do your work? Because at that age they need that help. So yes. I have a teenager where all I had to do was tell her to actually go to class, you know, log on to Zoom and things like that. Yeah, yeah. At the age of your son, uh, at seven, you need to be hands on with them. So how was that for you? Hard. <laughs> I want to say it was hard. It was like I couldn't get work done because with this work that he was doing, it was so difficult for him. Yeah, I didn't, and I'm not the type of person to just give him answers to all the questions. So I want him to try to figure it out. And so me not being a, a teacher was like, why you can't just read a figure? <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, yeah. Not knowing, like, you know, the kids they need they need that coaching and that help, like how you said, to kind of get on a roll. Yeah, uh, with learning and figuring stuff out for themselves. So that was a lesson for me. <laughs> gotcha. So what was the biggest difference? You mentioned summer school was a disaster. So what was the difference between, I guess, regular school days when the school from home thing initially started versus summer school? Um, with summer school, the class time is shorter. So we have to get ready to, you know, deal with him like after school. 
So that was the biggest thing, trying to find stuff for him to do like after school and then kind of balance him being on the computer all day with trying to get some kind of activity and trying to cook in in the middle of all this too. And so me, I'm not a, a great cook. So I'm like, I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> and he can't go out and get something every uh every time he gotta eat. So yeah. I had to figure that out. Figure out a routine with that. It was just everything all at once. Like boom. You figure it out. So that was interesting. Yeah. So just to, I guess this is to back up a little bit. So I know you mentioned you guys, you're divorced. You, you're no longer with his mom. Right. Um, and you guys are, are co-parenting, correct? Right. Okay. Can you talk a little bit about what that um, that looks like and what, you know, how much time he spends with you versus her? And maybe even if it changed during these times where, you know, you guys are having to homeschool him, mm-hmm. you know, talk about that a little bit. Yeah. So... Luckily, we we have a really good um, co-parenting relationship. She is really flexible. Luckily, her job is flexible as well. And what we do, we alternate weeks. And just going back and forth with that, it was pretty seamless, to be honest. Um, the biggest problem was uh, still dealing with the divorce. My son, I want to say he doesn't know, like, what divorce really is and then he doesn't yeah. you know want it to be that that way of course he feels like he has to choose and he is upset when he has to go and that part was really hard and he finally um tried to take to that started to accept it but he still acts like i wish we i wish i didn't have to go i want to stay here and i want to stay over there i miss my mom i miss my dad no, he's still going through that thing. So that part, on top of dealing with COVID and homeschooling and figuring out my cooking, so <laughs> uh, he, yeah, he he adjusted pretty well. The process as well. When when was the divorce? Um, when was it initiated? Like, is this something new or? This was in um, four years ago. So okay. So is it? It hasn't been finalized, or it is finalized? No, it is final. It's it's finalized. Everything okay, but he's just struggling with the with the um, separation. Is essentially what you were saying. He's still struggling with it. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. He knows what it was like with when we had the whole family together, and now he knows what it's like without having the whole family together. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. So is he? Is that something he's still struggling with right now, or every once in a while he'll still. Mm will say, you know, I really don't want to go. He gets upset. We've got to kind of find a routine to get him ready to go and stay somewhere else because it's, it's hard on him. Yeah. As a child, having to, like, pack up your stuff one week and go here and then having to pack up another week and go here. As an adult, I feel like that's just... Mm-hmm. I can't even imagine. So... How was it for him? Like, did you notice any of that during, especially during this homeschooling, having to literally pack up your, not just your stuff, but also your school stuff and you're being taught by someone different one week versus another week? Yeah. What was that like for him? Or did you notice any difference or any kind of things around that? Well, yeah, the thing is, it's a lot of frustration. He he has a good balance of being an introvert and extrovert. He'll be extroverted once he warms up, but mostly... He likes to keep him keep to himself, and then he'll um, once he gets settled in, he likes when he gets a routine going. He wants to go and continue that like 
For instance, he wants to stay on his iPad when he's on his iPad. And he wants to call his cousin when he wants to call his cousin. When he's talking to them, they like to be on the, the messenger all night, not even talking to each other, but just being there most of the time, <laughs> having his cousin there. That, that's been a big help, too, though. Oh. I really don't know what we would have been doing if if he have a cousin his same age into some of the same stuff and having such a close relationship yeah, at that young of age. So they're almost like brothers. That's good. Yeah, like you said, I think that's also helping him go through everything, whatever he's going through. Yeah. However yeah. he's dealing with everything that's happening and things like that. So that's that's good. That's good. Um, so back to summer school, you mentioned with summer school, it ended early. How did you, I guess, cope with keeping him busy after summer school was over? Um, what what I ended up doing, or got into a routine of doing, is like, because they are on their devices so much during school, I wanted him to, you know, get some time away from the iPad and, and the devices. And I came up with something like, you know, I want you to be creative or let's go play with your toys. Let's go play catch or whatever. Let's do some of those things. And he fell into that routine. He started to like that. He started to come up with different drawings. He got his own little YouTube channel and he likes to do stuff with that. And I was like, okay, yeah. So you find a little groove. He still hates having to do something besides the iPad. That's good. He found other things to do. So so how were you able to do that with him as you were working? Were you like rearranging your hours or what was going on? Um, so so yeah, rearrange my hours. I sometimes I take a little fifteen minute break and do something with him. And um I have to take a snack break, that's included. I have to take a, a lunch break, a breakfast break, and all these other breaks. So I put all those in there and you know we try to line up with his schedule because they have a set schedule that they do at school. And I try to keep it kind of close to that. So oh, that's, a, that's a good idea. So you take breaks when they take breaks, essentially. For the most part. Um, not all the time, but luckily they give him enough work where he can work on something. Okay. And then I pull him away. You know, if I see him getting frustrated with some stuff. I pull him away, let him get some time off of it, and then get back into it. Like take a 10-minute break, take a 15-minute break. And then get back to doing your work. He's really good about that. Oh, that's good. So what other routines did you, I guess, build during this whole homeschooling time with your child while you were working from home to help you get through it? Yeah, so the routines I came up with was just getting him up at a consistent time, still as if he's going to go to school. So I try to keep that in there with him so that he has a routine. And, you know, get up, wash up, brush your teeth and whatever, and get you some food and have enough time to get set up before school is school is um, going to start. And so because they also have like meetings that they have in the mornings, and have one get ready to get, get that together. And then once he goes through his day through school, get all his stuff done, keep his routine with taking a break. Um, take a two-hour break after school for before you get back on the iPad. Clean up your area, get it all set up so that you have it ready for the next day, and then you can get back 
on your iPad, and then um, we'll do something after that. We'll um, play catch or something. We like football, so we do that. You know, unless, luckily we have enough space to do that. So, yeah, getting that routine together, we've really adapted to it, and that seems to help so far. That's good. That's very structured. When the whole pandemic, when, you know, the whole homeschooling thing started, first of all, I have a teenager. So I was kind of lackadaisical, but she's pretty good with getting her work, her homework done. And I quickly learned getting your homework done versus getting your schoolwork done are two different things. Right, right. Because right. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, she's going she's gonna to do good. And she got this. And um, I remember she would literally just roll out of bed and log into Zoom all <laughs> sleepy with the cap on everything. <laughs> and, and I just saw, I think just watching that, I was like, she could be better. So I, I actually had to, this, when the new school year started, I was like, okay, we need to get back to the routine that you talked about of waking up, you know, at a certain time and taking a shower and brushing your teeth like you are going to school. Um, and that actually makes a big difference. And even for me, um, and I don't know if you if you struggled with this, when we started working from home, it's easy to just roll out of bed, make breakfast and go to work because it's right. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I think once the whole, you're working from home, you're doing everything from home, was that got too much? I realized, okay, I kind of, I need to change something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get that routine going because he would, if I didn't do, give him some kind of structure, he'd be laying on the floor and be like, uh, I want to be on the meeting. Yeah. I'm going to eat my Cheerios <laughs> while, while she's talking and doing this and that. I'm like, eh, no, nah, we ain't doing that. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Well, do they have to be on video? Yeah, yes. Oh, so they can, okay. yep. Yeah, none of that. <laughs> I think that's a good requirement, too. It so. is. It is. So talk about any rules, new rules you had to establish because you're working from home and having to homeschool. Yeah. So my rule, was, I mean, it wasn't really like any hard, fast rules except, um, except like when I have a meeting, I'll tell him what time I have a meeting. And then he'll be asking me, like, yeah, do you have any meetings today? Do you have a meeting today? Yeah. Uh, are you done with all your meetings for the day? And like, dang, I got <laughs> I got this meeting. After that, we good. Can we play football? Like, no, I got work. To do. He he don't know my work. He's he knows that it doesn't look like I'm working when I'm working. Yeah. So he's, yeah. Um, let's go play football. Let's go play catch. Like, no, no. When I'm at five o'clock, then we have free time or whatever. We can do whatever. Yeah. You find something else to do, like. And he'll go fill up a tub and go play with his toys. And, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Sounds like a little man. That's cute. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to tell him to do anything. <laughs> Have you noticed any changes in your work life because of this having to work from home and homeschool? An example of that for me is I noticed I include my family in my work life a little bit more. So an example is I talk to my boss about, hey, you know, my daughter has this project I need to help her with. <laughs> There's been times where she'd come on camera not realizing I was on meetings and things like that. And people were like, what? In the beginning, that was their reaction. But I think now it's just like, she walks past the cameras, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so for you, have you noticed any changes or anything like that? I think for me, it's different because I, I work in IT. Mm. Um, I work on computers all day, 
every day in the, in the first place. And then I set it up with my job where it's mobile focus anyway. So we're able to remote and do things remotely. And so it, it wasn't too big of an adjustment that I had to make. Okay. My biggest thing is I when I had to go in and still work on computers that went down or whatever, or get some orders together for supplies that we need at the job, or somebody needs a new computer. That's the only real challenge still. But um, other than that, it wasn't a real big adjustment for me. Even though I like working from home, I don't like being forced to work from home. Yeah. <laughs> I, I miss people. <laughs> you know? Yes. And I'm not a fan of people. <laughs> right, exactly, right? <laughs> yeah. No, it's funny because so I'm able to work from home, but I have an office. I'm kind of able to flex my schedule and work from home whenever I can before this whole thing started. So I loved it. And I would actually work from home for the most part or like at a Starbucks or whatever. And I think once this started, I was excited. I was like, yes, like, I love it. This is, you know, what I want. And maybe like months into it, I'm like, mm. <laughs> Like, nah, I can't do this. <laughs> when they started talking about having us come back to the office, I I don't know why in the back of my mind, I'm like, no, I don't want to. <laughs> it's, just, it's like, don't force me to do it, okay? If I... I know, like, give me the option. I like... Yeah, <laughs> I don't feel like I'm in the movie I Am Legend because it sure felt like that for a little bit. Seriously, yes. Where it's like you go outside, no one's out yeah. there. <laughs> and it's surprise. Yeah. The whole craze about paper towels and. Oh my God, yeah. That was yeah. kind of nerve wracking. That was weird. And so it's interesting because actually, as of recent, I had to go to like three different stores to find hand soap. Like, and not the so expensive hand soap, like not the $5. Not the bottle hand soap. <laughs> I'm like, wait, are we still in a, are we still struggling? Right. I thought it was over. You guys in the just to the, uh, the phone? What's going on here? Yeah. <laughs> this new school year, how do you, did you feel a lot more confident going into this new school year with him? Um, and how do you feel in general about homeschooling now? I've adjusted to it. It was hard at first. Um, it's still hard. And it's I still want him to get the social interaction with his with his classmates. Um, he still wants to go to school because his school does a kind of a um, they, they took a dual approach where they have some kids are in the school and some kids are remote. And then they they, they have a cap size and then they have the, okay. the social distancing rules and physical distance rules or whatever all in place. So yeah, it's been an adjustment. It's still hard. Um, I'm still a little bit uncertain about if they're getting the same instruction as the kids in school get, but they're supposedly doing the same work. I guess we'll see once the test scores and stuff come out. And then again, he's in second grade, so it ain't too much you can expect anyway. But yeah. So is are the the ones that are going to school are they different grades or are they the same grade as he is? Oh, same grade, same teacher. Oh. And so yeah, they did like kind of a hybrid approach, and they'll have one day a week where they'll do like thirty minutes to an hour, where they have the, the class on. They'll do a project together with the class, and they'll be taught together with the remote students. So oh, gotcha. Okay, how did they pick the students who got to go to school? Well. They didn't really, they didn't pick them. They gave the, the parents the option to do it. Gotcha. Okay. So they had a cap for the classes. And once the spots fill up, everybody else got a um, remote school. So. Okay. 
Okay. Yeah. That's that's good. That's good to hear that you adjusted to it. Or still adjusting, right? Adjusting, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Any last yeah. minute anything, any advice that you have for other parents that are out there with possibly a seven year old that they're having to homeschool while they figure out work as well? Well, I would say this like um most companies should be used to the fact that you have to do this new schedule. And the biggest thing for me, well, I had to learn with a lot of patience and the frustration of trying to help my my son when he needs help. I had to do I had to learn that a lot of stuff about teaching. I mean patience is a big, you know, a big part of that. And so that's the biggest thing. I like you gotta know your kid, you gotta give them structure, um, try to get a routine, um, stick to that routine and give them a break. Like don't be so hard on them. Because they're adjusting to their they're still people, they're their, their own person. So give them time to adjust because they may be frustrated too. And just try to work together. That's a good one. That's good. Thank you so much for sharing um, sharing your experience with homeschooling. You're, I keep saying homeschooling. I feel like homeschooling is more of a task than what we're actually doing now, you know, right now. <laughs> I, I keep saying homeschooling because I think for just for a lot of parents, it just it feels like homeschooling. It feels so heavy, but homeschool teachers are actually having to come up with the work and all of that stuff, and they don't yeah. get a break. So. I'll call it e-learning. E-learning, yeah, yeah, let's, yeah. <laughs> so thanks <laughs> for your experience um, with your son as you all go through this e-learning yeah. and everything. And hopefully they don't have to. Um, we get to open back up soon, but I will say I'll rather be safe than sorry. So oh, yeah. no rush with that. But thank you so much. Um, oh, no problem. Thank you for having me. enjoyed today's episode as much as I enjoyed recording it. If you did, share it with any and everyone you know. If you haven't subscribed already, I beg, click subscribe. It's free, so just click it. That way you'll know when we upload new episodes. If you would like to come on the show and share your parenting story, please send us an email at chroniclesofblackparenting at gmail.com. We would love to have you. Remember, you don't have to be perfect to come on the show. You just have to be open to sharing your parenting story. So contact us at chroniclesofblackparenting at gmail.com to share your story. Until next time, I wish you peace and love in Christ. Stay blessed.